my name is Violet and I'm obsessed with all things personal development. As a life, health, wellness, and meditation coach, I love empowering you through difficult seasons of life so you can venture and live a life you truly love. Join me as I cover topics on health and wellness, money, business, work, great relationships, not so great relationships, love, loss, family, achieving those beautiful goals, creating balance in life, growth, and so much more. Consider this your one stop on a shop for a little happy hour blended with your personal school of life. Grab a drink, get cozy, and get ready to be challenged and inspired while you learn. This is the Venture Love Podcast. excited and honored to have this very special guest on the Venture Love podcast. For our listeners, you'll definitely want to check Stephanie Hernandez out. Stephanie is a San Francisco native with roots from El Salvador, and she's the proud daughter of two immigrant parents. Stephanie has many roles. By nine to five workday, she works as a social worker in public service, and she's also the chief operations officer at Latinx Travel Club. She's also married to Gordy, the man behind the camera is a crazy dog mom to three cuddly pugs and a stepmom to an amazing teenager daughter. And over the last decade, Stephanie developed a huge passion for creativity, starting off as a MAC cosmetics makeup artist and is now dedicating her life to passions that fuel her, which include fashion and travel as a Latina luxury traveler and digital creator. Stephanie prides herself in being a curvy sized woman who always finds a way to make her size fashionable and lovingly teaches others to do the same and feel comfortable in their own skin. Stephanie is quite the confident woman who will encourage you to step out of your comfort zone, go somewhere that you've never been, wear that outfit you've always questioned wearing and feel empowered being yourself. So I'm so happy and excited to have you here, Stephanie. So welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thank you so much for having me, Violet. It's always a pleasure and an honor for me to share my story and connect with another amazing woman that like you that are doing all these great things. So thank you so much for having me today. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to have you. So I have loved watching you just grow. Like you have grown so, so much um, from these last few years and just excited to have like my community connect with yours and to learn more about you and what you do. And honestly, I'm loving like just how confident I have to say you are just so confident in all of the things that you do and how you present yourself. And it's just so refreshing. It's so beautiful to see woman to woman I feel like it's it's you see it here and there sprinkled but you don't see it that often so when I do I just want to recognize and acknowledge that as a woman I'm just so proud to see you shining so brightly because it really does encourage others to do the same you know so anyways I just I agree yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) for sure and so I just wanted to recognize that and then also recognize that you know, we all have our past and a beginning. And sometimes people are like, oh gosh, I don't want to talk about that. Or like, let's hide that Facebook photo from like way back when, you know, (laughs) we all have those moments. The cringe photos I call, (laughs) you know, but we all have our past. And I feel like it's just a really authentic, beautiful way to share more about you and the community with how you got started. So would you mind sharing a little bit of like your backstory and how you 
got to where you be today. Absolutely. So I'm always happy to share how I got to where I'm at now. So a little bit about me, you know, I'm a San Francisco native, was born in the city, born and raised in the city. So I think that has a huge impact as far as like my creativity, because there's so many creatives, there's so much diversity, just so much to learn from here in the San Francisco Bay Area. As soon as I was 18, I moved out of my parents' home, I moved out on my own, and I was like, like just so on a mission to make it, to make it on like whatever I'm passionate about. So I started by working in retail. Uh, my first job was really working as an assistant for like visual merchandising with Old Navy and Mango, which is like similar to Zara. Mm -hmm. So that gave me an opportunity to, I feel like, really get to know how to like pair certain items, how to make things visually look good. And then eventually I got into cosmetics. Um, you know, I've always loved makeup since I was a little girl. I love putting on my mom's makeup and everything. So I eventually got into cosmetics, worked for Bare Essentials, MAC Cosmetics. Uh, when I was at MAC, I met some of the most amazing creative souls that I feel like inspire, even to this day, you know, still inspire me a lot with Instagram, social media. And then uh, during that time, I was also in college. So I was working full time. I was in college full time. And then after doing it for so many years, I just realized that I was, I was just really tired and burnt out. Um, I was, you know, working every weekend, every holiday. I was missing all of these, you know, family things, you know, special events. So I definitely uh, pivoted and I followed, you know, what I majored in, which was uh, social work. And then I went into the public sector. So I worked for a nonprofit and then eventually I landed the job that I'm at now, which is, you know, a job with the government. So I was so happy because I had a nine to five, you know, I finally have this nine to five that I've been wanting for so long. But the, the job that I do is 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 emotionally draining because, you know, I'm a social worker. I deal with some really intense uh, emotional things. And I would say like in 2019, I was like in a very dark place as far as, you know, my emotions and how I was feeling about myself. And I've always been someone that like loves to travel. I, I always love finding like cute outfits, you know, um, dressing up, special events to dress up for. So I was always doing that like on the side and, you know, in my, in my personal life. And my family and my friends were always encouraging me, like, why don't you like just start a blog? Like, why don't you just like start, you know, just posting what you find or where you go? People would always ask me for advice, like, where should I go? Where, where should I buy this? And I was always, you know, in the past, always coming up with an excuse, well, I don't have time to do that. You know, I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if anyone will care. I don't know if anyone will like it. And, you know, a few of my friends were just, like I said, friends and family and could just do it, like, just do it just for you or we can, you know, we'll always reference it. Mm -hmm. So I've always had that in the back of my mind. But like I said, emotionally, I was in a very dark place. Um, and then during that time, like right before the pandemic, um, I started seeing a therapist. So that really helped me like just navigate a lot of, you know, the feelings that I was having. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would say the pandemic hit. That was like the time for me to really reflect. I had all this extra time. Obviously, I couldn't really travel or <laughs> do anything else, go to any events. So I just sat down and thought about what I want to do. And I thought about, you know, I, I want to, at that point, I was feeling a lot more confident in myself. I wasn't like fully there, but I was. So what I did is I reached out to a few of my friends that were already influencers and content creators. 
And I'm so grateful to them even till this day, because, you know, there was no gatekeeping there. I literally reached out to them and I said, Hey, like, I'm interested, interested in doing this. Do you mind like meeting with me so I can ask you a few questions and figure out how I can get started. And um, they, they were totally open to it. They shared, you know, their struggles with me. They shared what, what worked, um, you know, what it entails to become an influencer content creator. So that really helped me. So after meeting with them, I felt a little bit more confident. You know, and I'm like, I'm just going to do it. So January 2021 for my birthday, that's when I like officially launched my website, my blog, mm -hmm. and I started posting things with purpose, you know, so the purpose to empower people to travel, to dress up, you know, and feel fashionable no matter what size they are. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like after that, everything is just like history. I've started putting myself in environments where maybe in the past I didn't feel so confident, you know, being at. So after doing that, I realized that it's created it like slowly building up my community and slowly finding my people. So after finding my people, I feel like that's really encouraged me and given me the strength to be, you know, confident, as confident as I am. And of course, like I said, I'm so lucky and fortunate to have the encouragement from my family and my friends who have been like supportive through this whole journey. Oh my gosh. And that's how I am where I am. <laughs> yeah, there's more, but I don't want to like talk too much about myself and, uh, you know, all of the different things. But it's, it, as far as uh, landing, uh, being part of the Latinx Travel Club, that's again, putting myself in these environments, in these uh, events that in the past I... I I wasn't emotionally ready for confident enough to be there. Oh my gosh. I love that. No, this is great. This is beautiful. I love how you described your, your journey, you know, the beginning, the beginning portion of your journey and uh, how you are today. And so for a lot of uh, the listeners that are curious and wanting to, or they're, um, they're so inspired by your story and like wanting to do what you do and um, they see you in these lavish, beautiful places all over the world. I'm like, oh my gosh, where in the world is Stephanie now? You know, like this is so <laughs> beautiful. Um, that want to do what you do that are curious. Um, I know you mentioned, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone before you're ready. It was like a huge thing you did. And that's so valuable. Um, are there other tips or tricks that you recommend for someone who's thinking like, Hey, like I have a message I want to put out there. Maybe I'm not hundred percent sure yet, but I know I want to do something, but I'm not hundred percent confident yet. Like what would be like maybe a few little steps or things that maybe work for you that you would highlight or, or recommend to someone in that position. So something that I would recommend is really thinking about why you're going to start doing this. Right. So all right, oh, what is your why? So start, um, I'm big in like, you know, writing down, journaling, how I'm feeling. So start writing down a few of your whys because everyone has a why, why they do anything that they do, right? What keeps them motivated? And the reason I say that is because once you really are in tune with your why and the purpose of why you're doing whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's a business venture, whether it's creating content, uh, I feel like that will keep you motivated and inspired, especially during those times when you'll feel, you know, not that motivated like you did in the beginning or something might discourage you. You always have to reflect back to why you're doing this and your mission and your purpose. So I would say my number one piece of advice is figure that out early. So that way you can reference that, you know, anytime that you're doing anything that relates to your business or whatever you're pouring your, your, your heart, your energy to. I love that. 
That's so helpful. I completely resonate with that. So now shifting mm -hmm. a little bit into the fashion, um, because I love all the things you wear. I mean, it's so bold and beautiful and colorful. And I'm like, I need to step out of like the usual pastels that I rock all the time. <laughs> but for, I mean, and just thinking back, honestly, it, it's been a journey and I know what it's like to not feel good in your body. I know when I, um, I've always been like um, pretty thin, but during pregnancy, I gained almost literally almost 50 pounds. And that was really hard on my body. It was hard on my joints, but it was also hard on my esteem. And I haven't shared too much of that, but I will. But I mean, just being completely uh, transparent, it was, it was hard one day pulling up a pair of pants and like, obviously I have a big old belly, but like, oh my God, it couldn't fit past my thighs. And I was like, oh my God, babe, like, this is awful. This is awful. Like, I never want to feel this way. And I remember literally only wearing black only wearing black because my mom, I would always have her voice black is slimming. And like, <laughs> I'm sure you've heard all of this too, but um, um, yeah. yeah, I remember being in that stage and I know pregnancy is like one part of a woman's life and women, we fluctuate weight and sizes throughout our lives. But for someone who is maybe feeling like, oh, this morning, I want to look good. I want to feel good. But like my clothes are blah. What would you say to someone that's that's feeling like that, that wants like a confidence boost, that wants to feel good and energized and feel like good in their body and in their clothes? What would you, what would you recommend to them? So I just, the first thing I would recommend is just knowing and talk, being able to talk to yourself and saying, you know what, I have to come to terms that this is what I look like right now. And it's, I always say your body is a journey. So your body is going to fluctuate in weight and sizes all throughout your life, right? So you have to be able to speak to yourself and say, you know what, I'm, I'm grateful to have this body that helps me do so many different things, especially for, for mothers. I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I get a, a lot of my friends and my family, they're moms and they're like, nothing, you know, fits me, you know, I don't feel good. I don't like how I look now, but I always tell everyone that's a mom, like you just created another human being in your body. You just created another life. Like you should be proud of that. I understand you're not the same size that you were before, but you could look fashionable no matter what size you're in. So the very first thing that I tell everyone is have that conversation with yourself and know that you should be proud of your body, no matter what size, even if you're not a mom or if you're larger, your body allows you to do different things. Your body allows you to move, to to travel, to hike, to go on a walk. You know, thinking about it in that way, I feel like will bring some more positivity and encouragement in your life. And then the other thing too, because I know you mentioned like wearing black, you know, makes you look slimming or like always being brought up and having these, um, I would say they're always negative, but with, you know, the Latino community having these comments, you know, like, oh, you look really skinny with that, or, you know, oh, you look like you've gained some weight. That really affects you. And like I mentioned earlier, um, with one of your questions about my story is sometimes we have, we carry these traumas, you know, throughout our life that we don't really realize why. And I think um, being confident with yourself to know that it's okay to seek therapy or seek, you know, some help and encouragement, I, I would highly recommend to if you're feeling that way, just to identify where you're getting all that negativity from. So that way, you know how to cope through that you have the tools to make yourself feel, you know, proud of your body like you should. 
the other thing I wanted to say with black, oh my gosh. So I wore a lot of black when I was, you know, a professional makeup artist, worked for MAC, cosmetic company. So black, I try to stay away from black. And the reason is because I feel like every, everyone can wear any color, you know, as long as you wear it with confidence and happiness, I feel like you can wear any color. And I like to show people that, you know, heavier, plus size, curve, whatever, however you want to describe it, women can look good in color. You don't have to always wear black. Like that's one of the purposes why I always like to wear color. The other thing I also recommend too, is if you do have a wardrobe that's just, you know, pretty neutral, start thinking about colors and how they inspire some kind of emotion in your life, right? So like, if there's a specific color that, you know, like you feel brings happiness when you see it, is if there's a color that even you just gravitate to when you're going into um, a store or you're online, gravitate to it, you know, start with maybe a lighter shade of that and then, you know, work your way up to brighter, bolder colors once you feel like you're ready for that. So I think it's just, you know, calling to your vibe, feeling that like, you know, uh, whatever you feel is calling your name, whatever color is calling your name, try it out. And you don't have to start with, like I said, a, a neon color, but start with something that's just, just you feel like it's connected to you because colors bring out a lot of emotion. So that's, that's, that's how I would, I would guide someone that wants to step away from wear black because it makes you look slim. <laughs> That's, I love that you said that. I love that you mentioned also, I mean, sometimes we think like, oh, she looks good and did it like all these physical things. But a lot of what you're saying, I mean, from the beginning is internal work. It's really looking at where you are, how you're feeling, the thoughts that are coming up. It's also like the things that reminding yourself of the things that you've been kind of programmed a little bit to think from parents like well-meaning parents and friends and family they say certain things and then you're like hang on it, it's good to recognize that maybe that's what they've heard but it's not the truth it's not the truth and I also love that you mentioned implementing colors little by little I like one of my goals for this year is to add in more color and I'm like I like go to your page I'm like oh I love you, anyone who's listening, you have to check out Stephanie's page because it's so beautiful. It's just like a burst of sunshine and color and good energy. And I have noticed that when I wear yellow, I'm looking at your yellow, but when I do wear yellow, I was going to wear yellow today. So funny. It literally like energizes me. I don't know what it is. It's something, it really has something to do with the color where it's just like, man, like I feel like, I don't know. I just feel so energized and good. And it's so, so true. So I love that tip that you shared. Yes. Uh, color is, I feel like I said, it just brings so much emotion to any, you know, to anything or even just looking at colors. And I, I, I'm happy that you're venturing out. That's, yes. that makes me happy. And, and that makes me happy too, to know that, you know, when people send me a message and they're like, oh my God, I saw this color. I saw this outfit on you and I just got it. And then I'm wearing it and I love it. So that, that just, that makes me so happy. So that's, I want to just go back. That's, that's one of my whys. That's why I do it to inspire someone, hopefully that, you know, is in the space that I was in and feels inspired to just, just be proud of who they are and how they look, no matter what size they are. That's beautiful. It's uh, it's such good work. And it, it's got to feel so good too, to see and to hear when people, when it resonates, when it really sticks with people and it's helping them. That's beautiful. 
So now shifting into your other area of expertise and what you share and produce content on, which is travel. Um, I see you traveling all over the world to all these beautiful, beautiful places. So um, I know when I first started traveling, um, just like a little mini backstory is I was getting out of this really rough relationship and I decided, you know what, with or without this person, I'm going somewhere and I booked a trip to Thailand and I went and it was one of the best experiences of my life. So for someone, and I, the reason why I bring this up is because when I have coached um, women before, sometimes they, when I say like, go on that trip, like go do this. They're like, oh, but I don't have a man <laughs> or I don't have a boyfriend or like, I'm waiting to find the one. I'm like, no, like stop waiting, start doing, but you know, a question for you is like, what would be out of all the places you've traveled, what would be like a beautiful place for someone if there's a woman listening on the podcast today as like a, a starter place to visit? And I know everyone lives in different places, but what would be like a recommendation of like a place that you've traveled that is safe and beautiful and like definitely worth checking out? Absolutely. So I'm going to talk about two different places. One, I'm going to say, you know, domestically and one internationally, because that's just, you know, I'm thinking for both preferences. But I'm so happy that you traveled without a partner in solo. That's actually something that's on. I, so I'm just to put it out there. I always travel with my husband and I've been traveling with him for many years, but I do want to go on a solo trip because I think that uh, you, everyone needs to do it. And I also am a firm believer that I can't encourage people to do something that I haven't done myself. So that's on the list. Yeah. Um, but I would say uh, here domestically, I would recommend um, like the Utah, Arizona area. There's so many beautiful places um, from the Horseshoe Bend to Lake Powell to uh, the Grand Canyon. If you're, you know, driving down further down in uh, Arizona, and then just recently, um, in October, I went to New Mexico. I was in Albuquerque and Santa Fe. I went with my mom. And such charming small towns. I feel like I was, we were completely safe. Everyone was really friendly. So those are definitely locations I recommend here domestically. But internationally, um, one of my favorite places in the world is Bali. And I think that it's you feel adventurous enough to venture out to Bali, I think that is absolutely the trip you need to take if you're going solo. Also because it's, it's, it's a, I felt like very spiritually connected to Bali because everyone was just so friendly, so positive. Um, everything's beautiful. I mean, it's lush, you're in the middle of the jungle, there's so many different things to do. So Bali, I would say is, is my top recommendation for someone, a woman, someone that wants to travel solo as their first place to go to internationally. I love that. I've never been to Bali. One of my friends just went and I'm like, I've got to go. I've always wanted to go. So that's on my list. I definitely have to check it out. I'll have to message you and ask you or check out your content. Cause I'm sure you've, you've done some posts on Bali for sure. Um, beautiful. So, I mean, this was just, uh, I'm so grateful to have had you on the podcast and to have had you share all of the beautiful things that you're doing. Um, for people that are curious and wanting to know about you or to check out your Instagram or connect with you, work with you, how can people find you? So I'm all over social media. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, my handle is at wandering Stephanie. I also have a blog, which is www.wanderingstephanie.com. And I share all of my outfits, you know, all of my fun finds on uh, the LTK Like to Know It app. So if you're curious to see, you know, where I shop, 
that's where you can find all that information for. And then I'm also um, working on many events throughout the year with the Latinx Travel Club. And you can check me out on there at Latinx Travel Club or latinxtravelclub.com. Amazing. You really are all over the web. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> and then one final, final question is, that I like to ask my podcast guests is, what does it mean to venture a life that you love? So for me, venturing a life that you love is always following your heart, following your heart and staying true to yourself. And I feel like that will help guide you to what really makes you happy and what really makes you rich. I love that. That was beautiful. That was beautifully said. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time and for being here. And I'm really excited for my community to meet yours and to learn more about what you do. So thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the Venture Love Podcast. If you love this episode as much as I did, make sure to rate and subscribe so you never miss a future episode. And if you want to continue the conversation and share your biggest takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Yes, you. Head on over to my Instagram at violet underscore ventures to share your favorite part, grab a freebie, learn about my latest offerings, or check out my latest blog. I can't wait to connect and hear from you. This is Violet, and I'll see you next time on the Venture Love Podcast.